Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 13, the season finale, titled The Colonel. Okay, I'm gonna be honest, I genuinely forgot how freaking good this finale is. This is an excellent finale. It is absolutely phenomenal. Like, there's so much going on here. There's like 50 billion different things to talk about. It's exhilarating. It's magnificent. Like, it really is the perfect conclusion to this inaugural chapter of The Americans. And I love everything about this episode. Amazing, amazing end to this first season. So, like I said... So much going on here. Uh, the big thing, of course, being this meet with the Colonel. Uh, which we built up all throughout the last episode. And we're continuing to build up through this episode. Uh, you have this mounting paranoia. Uh, continuing to build and build and build and build and build and build and build. To the point where... Even though they're still doing the meet... They're, they're like making plans... In case it goes horribly wrong. They're making plans for when it goes to Garbo. And they're talking about like, okay, so I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. Then you're going to pick up the kids and you're going to get out of town. And like, they're, they're actually like planning for the worst case scenario. You actually see whole sequences of them being like, okay, this is the absolute worst case scenario. And because there's so much of this up in the air, because this is such a giant question mark, it's all possible. Like, they genuinely make you believe that the worst case scenario is very much possible in this particular instance. Uh, and then when they do the colonel meet, and it turns out it is not indeed a trap, he just actually had intel, I love, I love, 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 love this scene where Philip sits down with the colonel and the colonel basically says, yeah, uh, this thing you guys have been chasing the entire season long, uh, it actually doesn't exist. The technology is way beyond what we're capable of right now. It is a fantasy and complete and utter horseshit. And it was just this thing that got so overblown simply because either A, Reagan hears what he wants to hear, or B, 
they wanted to scare the Russians. And honestly, either one is equally likely in my mind at this stage uh, of American history. But I love that we've spent the entire season chasing this ballistic missile shield technology. Only to, at the very, very end of the season, have this slap in the face of like, yeah, it's bullshit. It it doesn't exist. It's way beyond what we can accomplish. And while all this is happening, you have this thing going on with the clock bug. And Stan and his FBI buddies sort of creating this setup, creating this trap for who he doesn't know is Elizabeth. Uh, for the Director S illegals. And so, like, he calls this meeting with the Defense Secretary and it's a whole deal. And they're like, man, you gotta get this bug tape because it's a huge thing and I freaking adore this whole deal where Stan just gets way overexcited about this technical difficulties apologies for that Uh, but anyway I love this whole thing where Stan just gets way too overexcited about this operation and is like It's definitely going to work. It's definitely going to work. Everything's going to be awesome. Everything's going to be great after this operation. He sets up a vacation for him and his wife. Uh, He tells Nina that like, oh, we're going to exfiltrate you. It's going to be, it's going to be real good. It's going to be real great. And then everything goes to shit. And it goes to shit because Stan got overexcited and blabbed too much. Because at this point, as we talked about in the last episode, Nina has turned back over to the Soviet Union and is like, I'm going to extract information from Stan. And so she's become this like, triple agent so Nina hears there's gonna be some very very happy FBI people goes back to the resident Tura and is like hey hey uh the 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 director at S people the agents who are doing the colonel thing like it, it has to be that that has to be a trap what else could it be and then one thing leads to another and Stan just completely effed up his own mission unintentionally and this is a really creative solution where like Arcady just puts the abort signal on cars just spray paints the abort signal on some cars and she's just like okay drive around for a bit and then there's this like moment of confusion where Claudia just drives up, drives up and is like Hey, you're blown. And they're just all looking around and there's like no agents anywhere. And then they realize, oh crap, this isn't the setup. 
Elizabeth retrieving the bug tape is. And so you get this big epic rescue, this big epic car chase. Uh, with Philip and Elizabeth running away from all of these FBI people. And it's amazing. It's so brilliantly crafted. And, like, honestly, like, just so tense and kind of difficult to watch. Like, you're just, like, white-knuckle tension the entire time. Like, gripping your chair, just leaning forward, like, so terrified that they're going to get caught. And they do this whole thing. They do this big getaway. They lose the FBI. And then it's revealed immediately that Elizabeth got shot. So now... She is just sort of recovering... In some random warehouse somewhere. Away from everyone else. Uh, Phillip's doing the cover story of we're seeing a sick great aunt... And we almost lose one of our main characters. We genuinely almost lose one of our big main characters. And it's a horrific, horrific moment where, like, for a brief second, you're like, oh, no, is is Elizabeth going to die? And then they, of course, don't do that. Uh, but she's going to be in recovery away from everyone else for a pretty long time. And I especially love this one beautiful, beautiful moment where Philip is at Elizabeth's bedside and Elizabeth says to him in Russian, come home. Like in this moment of near death, Elizabeth kind of just says like, hey, this whole separation deal Kind of bullshit. Let's just not do that. So, it, it took Elizabeth almost dying. But they fixed their issues. They fixed their issues and it's lovely and beautiful. And then there's Claudia. Who has... Some really cool stuff happened with her in this finale. So, first off, we kind of figure out where she stands definitively. When Claudia is in the car with Arcady, talking about how obviously it's a trap. And saying, like, look, my agents are in the field. I need to take care of them. This is BS. Sort of the same song and dance Elizabeth has been saying the whole time. Like, we kind of realize Claudia's been putting on a tough face because she's their superior, being the mouthpiece for the center because she is supposed to be that for them. She has no other choice. Uh, But she does have, like, this compartmentalized part of herself that's just like, yeah, she's right about all this. It's all bullcrap. All this is bad. Like, everything that Elizabeth called her out on, she's been aware of. And has just been locking that away for the purposes of being a firm... A firm handler. 
and it's amazing. It's truly, truly fantastic how we now finally, after several episodes of being convinced Claudio is working against Philip and Elizabeth, having the rug pulled out from under us and saying, oh wait, she's actually good. Well, good on the anti-hero scale. Which I guess is not very good. She does have Philip and Elizabeth's best interests at heart. We now have a definitive answer to that question. And, my God. Best scene of the whole season. She goes in disguise to the apartment of the CIA guy who ordered Zhukov's death. Has this amazing infiltration. Has this amazing solo mission. Where she just poses as some random chick's aunt. And just goes in. Talks on the phone for a bit. And then tases this dude. And then just stands over him. And says. You won't be able to move for 20 minutes. Which is 10 more than you have left. And then just slits his throat. Just slits him. And just sits over him. Telling him the story of Zhukov and Claudia's relationship with one another. How close Claudia and Zhukov were. She just tells the story of that over this man who is bleeding to death on the floor. My God. My freaking God. That scene is incredible. It's absolutely fantastic. It is such an amazing moment for Claudia, and it's just... It's enthralling. It really, really is. It's one of those jaw-dropping moments of television that, like, just sticks with you. That just sticks with you for months and years to come. Uh, We got a few other stuff happening in this episode. Uh, We see Elizabeth listening to a tape that was sent to her from her mother. Talking about how much she... Misses her talking about, like, how she reunited with her father and, and already, like, he's sort of suffering Alzheimer's and stuff. And it's like, oh, I saw a picture of your family. Uh, your family's beautiful. I know I'll never meet your kids, but it's kind of nice knowing they exist. And it's, like, this really gut-wrenching moment, uh, where you kind of just... Not necessarily for the first time, but in the most significant way yet, uh, you sort of get this sense of how much Elizabeth had to leave behind, and Philip for that matter, uh, how much Elizabeth had to leave behind in order to go on this mission. It's incredibly devastating. It really, really is. And it's this really amazing character moment. Uh, That source that got arrested at the end of the last episode... 
Uh, he confesses. He has his own little subplot. Where Stan Beeman's talking to him. And he's like, yeah, uh, leave him in there for a while. And eventually he'll start banging on the glass. And uh, demanding to talk. And he eventually starts banging on the glass and asks for immunity and $500,000. And so, he confesses. He confesses to his part in, uh, in being a Soviet spy. Cool. Uh, that's a little minor thing that's done very well. And, uh, so... Last major thing in this episode. Paige. Paige has now become incredibly suspicious of her parents' activities. She gets up in the middle of the night, catches her mother walking out of the laundry room and is like, Hey, why are you, uh, why are you doing laundry in the middle of the night? And I don't hear the washing machine. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm folding. Go back to bed. And then she goes back at the end of the episode, and it's just sort of examining the laundry room. And it's like, huh, here's some folded clothes. I mean, I guess it's, I mean... Okay, it's weird, but, like, I guess it's... I don't know. So, the big final gut punch of this season is that Paige is starting to ask questions. Is starting to look closer at her family's activities. Which is not great for Philip and Elizabeth. Which is not great for Philip and Elizabeth, really at all. There's so much I want to say, but I'm going to leave it for season two. Uh, This first season, while I don't think it's as consistently as... While I don't think it's as consistently amazing as the Americans typically is, as the American gets... More and more and more as we go further in. Like, it does have some minor issues. Uh, the more episodic nature. Uh, the uh, brief shining moment where it starts to feel a bit repetitive. Like, it's not as consistently amazing, but it is a very good start. It is a very, very good start to an incredible series. And I cannot wait to talk about the other five seasons, because, damn, it it just gets better from here. I I swear to God, it just gets better and better and better and better as it goes on. Believe me. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to said 
those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 1. Talk to you then.